awesome. She can skip the plan, nigga, straight up fucking. Looking for a baby, looking for a husband. No, I keep them rats, but she getting nothing. Pull up to the spot, let it rain on your skin. She know what it is, real niggas walked in. Set full of hundreds, I'm a little diving. She don't want love, but she wanna throw speed. You made this shit too easy for a nigga. Pop one of these, get freaky for a nigga. She get super wet, she leaking on a nigga. When you with a boy, you don't need no other nigga. Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of Kennel Talk Podcast, your boy Cadet, the bow-legged assassin. And your boy DJ Kid G. The highly distracted by these trash-ass cowgirls, Kid G. Chill out, man. Chill man. out, man. Bro, I don't know why you all room for this trash-ass team, dog, but you know. Yeah, know, yeah. We all gotta so hope. We gotta have hope, right? Nah. What are we if we don't have hope? A cowgirl. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway... What's good, man? We got uh we got two special guests returning. One one guest from like OG beginnings, like episode thirty three type shit. You feel me? Like we mm-hmm. had to go digging for it today. But he season he, one. I had listened to that episode. I think I probably was drinking. I like to go back to the episodes where I was drinking because I don't be remembering what I be saying. And that was a good episode. <laughs> I don't remember the title, but it was episode thirty three. Um, and of course we we got a returning guest. She's blessed us a, a few times, and she actually blessed us with all the topics today. Um, we got Raw Gemini and we got Boy Next Door. That's what we're going with, right? <laughs> Boy yes, Next sir, Door. Yes, Boy Next Door, Raw Gemini, man. Appreciate y'all coming on. How y'all doing? I'm good. How y'all been doing? You know, chilling, maintaining, fresh on. You know, y'all, I just had to switch out my uniform because I was rushing to get home just to do this pod real quick. I, I ain't even mad at that. For real, for real, get that paper, man. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, y'all try to reschedule on me. I was like, hold on, hold on. We ain't rescheduling, bro. Because uh, I definitely <laughs> passed up some overtime. <laughs> Low-key finesse my way out of that building today, boy. Anyway, um, shit, anything new? I know, kid, you, you studying and all that shit. Hell yeah, nigga. There ain't nothing changed. I got two more semesters and I'm gone. I'm, I'm done. Word, Let's word, go. Word. And what you finishing your degree in? Uh, physical therapy. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah, I appreciate it. Don't congratulate me yet. We got to finish the race. You already got <laughs> the race is not won. You already done. You got to cross yeah. that finish line, man. Yeah, you yeah, got to claim yeah. that shit, though. Get- I feel her. I'm the motherfucker that need water. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact, dog. All right. Um, shit. Ain't shit with me. Girl, hold on. Fiance, hit me up. Okay. Let me turn my. No more texting. <laughs> All right, Texa, he's busy. She said, "Have a great podcast." Thank you. Yo, yo. All right, so that'd be a, ca- a canceled wedding. Wow. <laughs> hey, what I was about to say? Uh, shit, ain't nothing new with me. Got my raise last week. All praise to the Most High. I ain't seen a check yet, so I don't feel like I got a raise. But until we get that check, I'm still broke. Even after the oh, check, you, oh, I'm you still talking about money? Yeah. Oh, okay. What you thought I said? The raise. I thought you were about to talk about when you saw Cass. Oh, this nigga. <laughs> this guy right here. He's a fucking perv, guys. <laughs> All right, man. So I do have an icebreaker for the day before we jump into the topics. Uh, so it's this whole thing on the internet right now between the uh, choosing $500,000 or a sit down with Jay-Z. Uh, my decision is quite frankly very easy. Um, but how do you guys feel about that? I'll let 
we're gonna let boy next door go first, and then we're gonna go down the line. Then Raw Gemini. Then you know, go ahead. You know what's you know what's crazy? I'm actually subscribing to the philosophy. Like I don't want to meet my idols. I feel like they're gonna disappoint me. Facts. So with that being said, I gotta take the money. Gotta take yeah. the money. I agree with that, Raw Gemini. Um, I'm definitely taking the money because I know I could flip five hundred thousand into something that can lead me to the table with Jay Z, anyways. So, okay, good. I would definitely take the money. Jay Z, you cool, no much respect, but uh-uh, not over five hundred thousand. Nah, hell no. Nah. What about you, kid? I'm definitely taking the money. The student loans, like shit. You ain't got to tell me nothing. Um, but I will disagree student with the loans. fact that Jay Z disappointed me. He's actually one of my one of my idols. Top top three of all time to in my in my opinion um i feel like a a, a sit down with jay-z would probably be epic because i want to i want to dig in his brain in his brain but who's to say he's he, digging his mouth what you say and his brain his brain his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but who's to say he gonna put you on this is my this is my thing i, with I this don't money. need him to put me on not I put you on knowledge. i'm saying put you on as far as knowledge because even with knowledge bro at the end of the day bro you still gonna need some type of money dog Oh, absolutely! You still no, gonna I'm, need money. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I, I'm taking the money, but I'm, I'm oh, going yeah, back yeah, to yeah. what to what uh, uh, Idol neighborhood boy said. Uh, <laughs> neighborhood, <laughs> neighborhood boy. <laughs> um, I almost said his name, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm saying I don't think he would disappoint me. Just, okay. just, that's just one of those interviews that I just I wouldn't get disappointed. All right, quick question: When y'all think of Jay Z, y'all still think of Jay Z as the rapper or the businessman? Businessman, businessman all the way. Yeah, like, I'm starting to forget the rapper. Like when I think Jay Z, I don't even think about. I think about this nigga's like business mindset. Like this nigga's I a fucking think genius. About the, I still think about the rapper and the mogul. I can't separate right. them. I see him as both because he's had legendary bars that mm. stand out in my life. Like when I think about some of his, some of the stuff that he's said and done, even when he did this little blue thing and he was just breaking down business oh, yeah, and yeah, art yeah. and. The reason why it's good to have a woman and all that, I'm just like he—he he really be teaching niggas. He came a long way from PIMP, huh? What? Pimp, what? Pimp, but, man. but when I was in the four four four, uh, I mean, he's—if you're really honest about it, he's actually ashamed of that song right now. Yeah, like he actually said something about that. Like he just Jay Z is dead. Still love that shit, huh? Better trust and believe, huh? Who don't play? That shit's still gonna hit. I don't give a fuck, dog. But I, the thing, the thing with the thing with music is you gotta understand. It's just like people in general. It's like taste of food. Like as you grow up, mm-hmm. you know your t- taste of music, your things, the things that you used to do is going to evolve. Right. You know, I used to love cake, hot dogs, and all kinds of shit. Oh, you now eating, I can't you stand eating cake the glizzies, huh? Or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I bet you. Whereas that right shit. now, I could eat a steak or I could eat a lobster or a shrimp. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't pay me to eat that kind of stuff when I was younger. Maybe crap, but that's about it. I ain't gonna lie. Shout out to Ramon. I'm still eating. This gonna sound pause. gay as hell. Pause. This is all sausage. types of pauses. Pause. Ramon sausage. Pause. Pause times a million. <laughs> Those of you that live in Orlando and you don't know Ramon, Ramon was the light-skinned nigga with the dreads that used to sell the sausages downtown, bro. Them shits hit every damn time, dog. Every I time. Used to, I used to get one every time I got off of Beecham. Oh, yeah, he was drunk. I remember that. One. I got a video of that shit. I might post it after I uh, drop this episode. <laughs> That's that night when you met the blonde. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't recall. 
You uh, said yeah. <laughs> I don't recall. I bet. I also have that footage too. Hey, I'm gonna get a vote going if y'all want me to post that on the uh, kennel talk. Wow. Hey, wow. Hey man, don't make those decisions, brother. Um. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and jump into the topics, man. Um, toxic masculinity versus healthy masculinity, and the attacks thereof. So, since this is your topic, I want, I'm gonna let you lead the way. What What is and as a woman on the pod right now, um, what What is an example of toxic masculinity? Like we all know something. It's probably a million different things. But what's your your first thought when you think of that? Well, I'm going to pull up something that I found recently when I was researching. Mm-mm. Okay, so toxic masculinity, I have a few different definitions that I found. But the first one says, it is the result of a set of strict rules that prescribe what being a man should be. These toxic man rules include a man should suffer physical and emotional pain in silence. A man shouldn't seek warmth, comfort, or tenderness. A man should only have the emotions of bravery and anger. Any other emotions are weaknesses. Weakness is unacceptable. A man shouldn't depend on anyone. Asking for help is also weak. A man should always want to win, whether in sports, work, relationships, or sex. So that's one of them. That's toxic. Um, Sounds like another a, a nigga one, that's winning. I'm sorry. That sounds like a man that wants to win if he's not, you know. Uh, we're we're going to get into it. Mm-hmm. Then there's another one that says this idea that men need to act tough and avoid showing all emotions can be harmful to their mental health and can have serious consequences for society, which is how it became known as toxic masculinity. It isn't just about behaving like a man. Instead, it involves the extreme pressure some men may feel to act in a way that is actually harmful. There are many definitions of toxic masculinity that appear in research as well as popular culture. Some researchers have come to agree that toxic masculinity has three core components. One is toughness. One is anti-femininity, which basically means that this involves the idea that men should reject anything that is considered to be feminine, such as showing emotion or accepting help. And then they have to have extreme power. So those are kind of like general definitions. And I know that in our community we have things i hear it a lot oh a man is i'm a man or this is man i'm a man so i have to be this way and i have to be that way and blah 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 blah. so i just wanted to kind of get you guys' take on it and what you all feel like is toxic masculinity versus just normal masculinity i think in my opinion i think it's i think it's okay to want to win i don't think any man or woman if we want to go there should be okay with second place. I'm a competitive person, right? But there is a there is a healthy that little line, you know. You got to know mm-hmm. when to just relax. Not everything is where, a Where did where did you where did where do you get that those traits equal winning? Where where is it translating to to that wanting to be number 1? Wanting to be number 1? Where did, where, that's what I'm saying. Where did it say anything about wanting to be number one? But you said being competitive because it said something about the bedroom as well, right? It said mm. wanting to succeed. Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong. It said uh, succeeding, right? 
That was number five. A man should always want to win, whether in sports work. So that's one of the components. So one okay, of the components. that's one of right. one component. So you're saying that part you feel like is okay. Yes. But okay. is there toxic masculinity? Yes. When I feel like uh you know, I'm not gonna lie. I'm one of those people that I'm not I'm not big on crying. I'm really not. Like if I'm gonna get to that emotional part, I'd rather just not have the conversation or get off the phone. I don't know why it is like that, but it is. You feel me? I mean, is it important, like it said, that you should be able to get those emotions out? I think it is very much important. Because when you're bottling all that shit up, at the end of the day, you're going to explode in maybe the wrong situation or on the wrong person. But, mm-hmm. but how do y'all feel You know about what's that? crazy is uh, with that, the wanting to win is not bad at, it, at it, it's its essence. Yeah. The problem that makes it bad is at what cost, right? So whenever you're on the um, playing field, we have rules, right? And a lot of people sometimes break those rules, you know, to get where they're going. Mm -hmm. So in the process or in the context of toxic masculinity, a lot of times men have historically done things that, you know, are are, um, not favorable to women, right? So a lot of times, you know, in a toxic masculinity, a woman has to know her place and, you know, I'm the alpha, right? And versus this is my partner, this is my equal, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I think there's no problem with wanting to win. If anything, that's a survival, you know, instinct. Because at the end of the day, you know, whether you're a hunter, a gatherer, you know what I'm saying, just to survive, like you have to win at some point, whether it's just to eat or find shelter, but at what cost? What are you doing to get that? And I think that's where the toxic comes in. Right. Okay, so I I got a question for you, Ross. So like, are you going for the alpha male? Like, do you want a man that when you're with him, when you're holding his arm, do you want to feel safe? Yeah. Yes, obviously. But I also know that you don't have to be toxic in order for me to get that sensation. Like you can express emotions. You can be vulnerable. You don't have to be so macho all no, the time. No, that's not to- necessary. That's why I say there's a fine line. You, if, right. especially when dealing with a woman, right? We 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 want to be a man all the time. We want to be like this is where it becomes a problem. This is I've seen in the past where you have a friend and he's like he tells you one thing, right? And then with his girl, he's saying a different thing. You know what mm. I mean? And that's where it kind of is like, uh, you know what I mean? When he talks about that girl, he's like, man, yeah, I smashed that whole this, that, and the third. But then when he's in her face, he's like, oh, I love you, boo. And he he kissing and he doing all that extra rah rah shit, right? I think, mm-hmm. I think that toxic masculinity comes more so from other men, like wanting to please other dudes, which is fucking weird as hell. What you don't agree? Yeah. It probably is definitely man to man because men have a battle of the egos yeah. a lot. Right, it's whoever has the BDE, the biggest BDE, you know. Big digging, so I yeah. Get, I get that, but also with women, I have come across men who just be doing the freaking most mm-hmm. sometimes. And it's literally like, calm down. It's not that serious. And I'm a man. I'm a man. I got to be this way. Yeah. You can be nah. a man and still have effective communication. Facts. You can be a man that's not easily triggered into negative and angry emotions, you know, and, and express negative emotions without being loud or overly aggressive and, and all of that type of stuff. It doesn't make you less of a man to be able to effectively. I and think control is definitely the biggest thing. Shout out to shout out to the mm-hmm. homie uh, Yoshi, man. He's big on saying, you know, control the energy. And like as right. of late, I've been realizing like I've been tapping into that aspect of life is like not letting another motherfucker control you like. 
mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Now, people coming at me, I'm not going to react the same way. Now, it's different if you're coming for my, like, my fiance or homie or family or something like that. That's a little different. Like, I'm territorial when it comes to those things. But, like, <laughs> as far as towards me, right, even in public, you know how I feel like a lot of fights happen off of the strength of other people being around. If a situation was a one-on-one situation with somebody, I feel like a lot of situations would probably be deaded. You know, when we're in public and someone tries you, maybe they bump you or maybe they step on your shoe. We have that urge to be like, yo, he trying me like I ain't no bitch. I ain't no pussy. Like, what the fuck? Right. That that also could be a toxic masculinity to want to be the top male in the room. I ain't never had that urge because niggas be pussy as hell. Go ahead. I have uh, two things to say. Mm. Um, I feel like, one, um, everything that everyone has said today has everything and anything to do with education of masculinity. Um, Because a lot of it comes from upbringing, your surroundings, society, societal rules, quote-unquote, how to be a man, when to be a man, when is it right for you to step in? When is it not right for you to step in? I say that to say this. I'm also going to bring in, um, I'm going to play the devil's advocate and say that some women have um, have a hand in, uh, in toxic masculinity. And the reason why I'm saying that is because, let's just, I'm going to give you one synopsis because you know I like to talk, but I'm going to just give you one. Let's just say that a woman <clears throat> goes to the store and some guy says something to her, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh, no, I'm going to go get my cousin because my cousin is yeah. a part of this, this, and the third. She go grab a cousin. Her cousin then comes in the store, beats up or shoots up or do, does whatever because that was his place, being masculine and jumping in. Now, it could happen either way. It could be your girl being said one thing said to another and then you go grab your cousins or you go grab your man or you go gra- and it could have been an easy conversation like hey you know that was disrespect or y'all could have talked mm-hmm. on a one level and kept it pushing but a lot of times that mm-hmm. happens to where you got to go grab somebody when it, would, it, it didn't even have to escalate that far to respond to that example i would say in that example if we really want to break it down that female is toxic but in my opinion, a man is never toxic for defending and or protecting a woman that he cares about. Um, you know, so I don't think that a man... To what extent, though? Mm, no, nah, yeah, because sometimes there could be but men overreacting. In that situation, I would say if it's the female, if she... If a female is going to get a cousin and they're saying, oh, I want you to go shoot him or beat him up or something like that, when it could have been a situation where it, it, it could have been a conversation, now you have someone that is playing a toxic role in that situation. But as a man, yes, if a, if any woman comes to you and she's crying or she's saying, hey, something happened and I need you to protect me, or a man is going to be like, oh, absolutely. Every man is going to be kind of riled up because absolutely. you don't want to see that woman in any situation where she feels violated. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's just natural defense mechanism of a man for a woman that he cares about. I agree. Um, but yeah, a, a, a strong, mature man will be able to go into that situation. Hey, what what happened? Maybe talk it out. Yeah, but, but we're, we're, I don't, we're talking I don't about, put that in a toxic masculinity. We're talking. I completely understand, and I completely Mm -hmm. agree with you, but I'm Mm -hmm. talking about, like, let's just say majority of the hood, right? The way Mm -hmm. it works is, or majority of the time. Why you being a bitch? You can't cry. 
You can't suck it up. If if your family members goes and gets you, you got to go ahead and fight this person. A lot of times, that's how incarcerations happen. That's how brothers get lost. You know what I'm saying? That's how people get shot down, gunned down. That's how continuous beef. Oh, yeah, that person was messing with my sister two two months ago, two years ago, five years ago. He beat me up. I beat him up. It's in third to the point where they fighting for five years Mm -hmm. over something that they don't even remember. You know what I'm saying? That could have been actually spoke of, spoken about. So a lot of times it has nothing to do with protection. It has it has everything to do with who has the bigger gun, who has the bigger dick, who has the bigger mm-hmm. family. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's ignorance. That, it and, is ignorance because there's always someone tougher. To said, yeah, it's always it someone always, tougher. It don't matter how tough you think you are. There's someone that's that's tougher than you. Dog. That's tougher than you. Right. Yeah. And Shit that's why I go back it. to what I said in the beginning. It's all about education, and ignorance plays a big role. In this big whole thing called masculinity. Now, even if you were to put um, toxic into it, mm-hmm. all of it boils down to education, understanding. You know, even and even being with the oblivious to certain things. Even with the protection aspect, right? When the with the protection women or protecting women, um, sometimes dudes can overreact to a situation. You know, Facts. and one thing Ego. I had to learn is like taking a step back. You know, I trust you got to trust in your woman to be able to handle a situation. Right. Like my girl had to break it down like, yo, I got it. If I ain't got it, I will let you know. And I it took a lot out of me to be able to do that. And I think in today's society, you can't be that toxic, macho man, masculine dude anymore. If you want a relationship to last a woman that, in my opinion, a woman that wants you to be this dickhead nigga all the time. It's probably an ain't shit woman. Because like Ra said, you're going to have to be able to communicate. You cannot communicate and be a dickhead, macho man. Oh, you know, fuck these emotions, fuck these tears all the time. You know what I mean? You got to be able to break down at one point or another. And I think breaking down comes with trust. Right? right. Yeah, does. Trust Yo. and compromise. Like, are you willing to be trusting? Are you willing right. to compromise? Are you willing to listen? Because a part of toxic masculinity is that sometimes men just have in their mind what it is and that's just it. And they're not open to even listening when the whole point and having a good woman in your life is that she's a messenger in your life. She's a seer. She's a vessel. But a lot of men these days don't respect. Or she could be a Eve. Right. Okay. But I got this thing too. Now. Okay. Toxic. (laughs) 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 But women, women, let's be honest. Women have changed. Okay. Maybe not our generation. Good woman. That's why I said. Of course. Of course. But I think men also have this fear, right? Mm-hmm. You break down in front of a woman, whether you know you're, you're, she's trying to break up with you and you love her so much, you is bringing tears to your eyes, whatever the fuck it is, right? You done fucked up, you done fucked her mama, and you want to, you know, get her back. Huh? Let me stop. Making sure y'all paying attention. Making sure y'all paying attention. All right, but whatever wild shit it be, you know what I'm saying? Like, you cry in front of the woman, and the next thing you know, like, she's roasting you. That's why I had your bitch ass crying, this, that, and the third. And then, you know what I mean? Like, niggas, once again, back to the trust. Niggas are scared to be vulnerable with a woman. Like, I feel like the roles have reversed where a woman was scared once upon a time to be vulnerable with a man. Men these days are scared to be vulnerable with these new age women that are out here, bro. Like, these females is different. Because you will be in the group chat. I'm sorry. Group chat. Boy, don't make it to the group chat for negatives. 
Yeah. But my thing is, if you're getting to the point where you're emotional, then you already know what kind of woman you're dealing with. You know within the first couple of days and or weeks if she's the type of woman that's going to be like, ah, nigga, da, 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 da. Or if, she, if you know that you have a woman that's emotionally supportive. And I don't know how we keep getting back to it being the woman. We talk about being. We're going to take this back to the original time. Back to the classic. It started with the apple. Y'all ain't shit. Cause y'all just y'all always find and that's part of toxic masculinity right is it? here. Is y'all it? always find a way and a reason to blame the woman and for why, your and behavior. Why, and y'all always find a way to excuse flip. me. Excuse me, when a real man and a real masculine man is able and capable of taking responsibility for his own actions and uh, and able to take accountability for his own actions. You decide how you want to react. You decide how you want to be. You decide your whole reality. The longer you try to blame other women or other things for the reason why your life is the way it is, you're going to continue to attract that same energy from the same type of women. I I, I agree wholeheartedly. I I got you, kids. You Mm -hmm. say what you're saying. You know how when people, whether it be family members, whoever you're dealing with, right? People be dickheads, assholes all the time. And people be like, oh, that's just how she is. Or that's just how he is. That is some bullshit. We give people a cop out. Because that's not how somebody is. Because they go to work and I guarantee she ain't acting like fucking Sharkeisha or no bullshit like that at no goddamn corporate job. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we got to stop giving people a pass. I agree with you, Rob. I just be bullshit. But niggas, mm-hmm. niggas and females well, alike I, are in control of themselves. Say, I'm going to oh, say. Shit. Um, Sometimes it does take two to tango, okay? Uh, Niggas ain't just dickheads all the time just because. There are some niggas that are, but there are some, and we have to, if we're going to go ahead and say that we're going to talk about masculinity and, and toxic masculinity. We have to we have to speak on both sides of the fence. No, we don't. Yes, we do. Because <laughs> we are if you're talking talk about, about men. Wait, wait, wait. I let you talk, sweetheart. I let you talk. Let me talk. Not the sweetheart. So, so if we're going to talk about the fact that men are in the wrong, right? We, we, we've gotten that off our chest. Now let's talk we about. We did not say men were in the wrong. Most men, most toxic. toxic we ain't even made it to the healthy side of shit. Or, or being toxic as a man. Okay, we we talked about that. Now let's talk on the, about the other spectrum of the things. Let's talk about how sometimes men do cross that line because women poke the bear. All right, that that it is what it is. Call call it call it what you want to. I'm not saying all. Okay, I'm not saying most, but I am saying some. All right. Can we agree I, I on that? Can we agree on that, Rob? Blame. Can we agree on that part? I will part? take the blame. I will take the blame when I could. But y'all motherfuckers, y'all motherfuckers, <laughs> all right? Y'all be y'all be trying it now, and then y'all want us to walk away and eat it and just be like, oh, yeah, we're toxic. We're the problem. We're this, we're that. No, sometimes y'all are the problems, all right? Agree, but we're not talking about toxic women today. We're talking about y'all. <laughs> so, so we don't take, we have we don't take I just had to say my piece of my piece of my mind. So if you want I like to your nails, about, though. I thank like your you. Nails. We can talk about toxic femininity because I I know plenty of examples and I can I'll come back in on that conversation as well okay what's healthy (laughs) but today and tonight we talking about y'all ass and you gonna stand in this paint and we gonna talk Mm -hmm. about it okay without trying to let's go let's go right. so take the wheel toxic masculinity okay we all agree it can be a detriment to definitely relationships you know, whether it be friendships, re- girlfriend, boyfriend, family, 
It can definitely be bad because I know y'all like we spoke on the last podcast about that situation with the uh, the the young black boy that was I guess feminine, gay, whatever he was, and his uncle or whoever was like hitting him. Like you better stop that gay shit, basically, right? That definitely is toxic masculinity, right? Because who are we to be like, okay, this is what a, the definition of a man is? Because a lot of times, a lot of times we can see in the hood, the nigga that's the toughest and the biggest nigga is the lamest nigga, the brokest nigga. You feel me? Like he ain't taking care of them kids. He ain't taking care of home, but he fucking mad bitches, right? So mm-hmm. niggas is like, he's the man. He's the guy. For everybody's definition of the man is different. For me, I'm cool with being able to take care of home, being able to take my my family on vacations. My woman knows that I'm handling her. Like, everything is good. You know what I'm saying? Like, if there's an issue, she's going to call me, right? But then on the outside, we got niggas that look up to dudes that's like, oh, he got like 10 bitches, right? He got 10 girls on his hotline. You know what I'm saying? So, once again, it goes back to the culture aspect. And because let's just talk about some examples where toxic masculinity, t- toxic masculinity mm-hmm. is a man who has a good woman at home taking care of him, taking care of the house, taking care of the children, not lying, not sleeping around. And he'll still cheat on her and choose hoes once, twice, daily, weekly, whatever. And he feels like nothing is wrong with that. That's toxic. Like you are deliberately hurting a woman who is not wait, giving cause or reason is to it? bring those pains. But again, it comes from what? Does it come from you seeing this in our culture? You thinking because you have money, you can do this, or you thinking because you the man, or because you are taking care of home, you feel like you have the right to do all of that. To me, that still boils down to toxic masculinity. Um, these are just some of my examples. I don't think any man goes into any situation looking to hurt her. You do. As soon as you decide that you're going to go lay with another woman, you know that that's going to hurt her, mm. but you choose to do it anyways. So you are walking into a situation choosing to hurt the person that you claim that you care about. Nah, y'all, Every- y'all go looking for the hurt. You can't go look for the hurt. You look at a hurt when you decide (laughs) to look at the fat ass and to wonder how it feels and then to engage with that same woman who's already tempting you. You Wait, 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 wait. Now, I I, kind of disagree on that. Like, like, uh, the reason why I disagree on that, because I could be on a diet and I could still look at the menu. You feel me? Um, I said, and then choosing to engage. It's one thing to look. It's one thing to be tempted. Like, I'm always looking. I'm always looking. I Listen. mean, we look. I mean, most beautiful women look at beautiful women. And oh, y'all most, look at other women. I mean, Good I don't answer. know what. Good answer. Y'all women be, look at women, too. Y'all better look at other women. About having sex with them. But listen, like, I go back to the thing I said. I probably said it on a previous podcast. I used to play ball with this nigga that was like a tall-ass nigga. He was like 6'8", Egyptian nigga. We're in the gym. In the gym, you're going to see women half-naked in tights. All the dudes in the gym, we see this chick walking. We're like, God damn, she bad. Look at her. Egyptians niggas like, nah, I'm married. We all like, bro, what the fuck what you mean you married? You can still look. He's like, no. The first thing with temptation is looking. The mm-hmm. next thing is acting upon what you saw. And I completely agree with it. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. not everybody has that restraint. So it, I, don't agree, I don't disagree with just knocking that temptation out by not even looking at the shit. You know what I mean? And then, I mean, to me, like, I can see it both ways because I've been 
so in love where I don't even look at niggas. Like I might like kind of like, oh, like, yeah, he cute, but it don't even, it ain't even like, oh my God, he fine. It's like, okay, yeah, he cute, whatever. And you keep it moving. You're not even really looking, looking because you're so engulfed in that that love energy with yeah. your person. You thinking about, you in the grocery store thinking about them. Oh, what he want to eat tonight? You know, what, what can I make? You're not in the grocery store actively looking around. So it even scares me when I see men whose heads always fucking bobbing around and them oh, eyes just I know keep rolling like in. They always having a good and you see them liking every female. We talk about this. Liking every single picture on Instagram, every single picture on Facebook. You're looking too damn much. How can you ever be really committed when you can't even stay focused? Like, you know, so, but again, looking, okay, cool. But then to look and then engage with that same temptation, you're asking for trouble. And that's where I feel like you're crossing the line. And I feel like, again, when you have something good, I've, a lot of our issues in our Black community is coming down to the fact that there's no discipline and there's no responsibility. Where's your Across responsibility and your discipline to that woman who's taking care of so much? You're going to break her. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You're going to break mm. her potentially break the family break the kids all because you didn't have discipline and you didn't choose responsibility i, I know we talking about niggas desire. today but That's i don't, I, I know we, i know we talking about niggas today but i don't fuck a lot of baby mamas and a lot of girlfriends so let's not act like y'all innocent kenji i hear you i hear you but kenji go ahead go ahead kenji go ahead go ahead go ahead <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, play a little devil's advocate for a little bit, right? So you know how some people say, how can you believe and, and, and think, think on a deeper, deeper spectrum with me? Um, you know how some people say that, how can you believe in one religion when there's many Bibles, right? How do you know which one to really follow, right? Mm-hmm. I say that to say this. A lot of times we say what we think is the right way to be masculine because we come from a certain background. Right. Who's to say, and I'm not saying that I, I'm I, I'm choosing this, but who's to say that that so-called quote-unquote toxic, that we what we think is toxic, is toxic. That That's, okay. that's an atmosphere that that person came from. So let's go that, ahead. That's Awful. a very good point because uh, I, this topic came up again because I have a friend who is African and some of the things that he says i'll be like wow like it's so negative yeah. and they could be looking at us like we soft right right no, and it's not even that it's looking at it it's like it's soft or whatever but just like there's no room for emotional support there's no room to kind of even think about how the other person feels it's just what it is and what they think that's there's no compromise on that and that's law and to me, and that's why I said, if that works in your culture, I can't, I will never tell someone that the way that their culture is, right. it's, it may work for you all. But in my realm, in my aspect, and the women that I know, you know, a lot of women these days need emotional support. Wait, quick question mm-hmm. before we mm-hmm. go into the, uh, the other side of this. Did you mm-hmm. grow up in the two-parent household? Me? Yeah. I was raised... Kind of. I was raised mostly by my dad, actually. Okay. Grandma. So I, I had a balance of masculine and, and feminine. I had dads, uncles, and all that. Right. Aunts, grandma. So I had I had both. I agree with that. See, because I honestly, like, my dad, this is a big beef right now, because he feels like I didn't invite him to my wedding. 
which I kind of didn't. I just forgot to send him a text. <laughs> but because he's being a dickhead about it, I'm like, now nah, I'm not going to call you. But anyway, he wasn't around, right? But it's not no negative shit where I'm like, oh, I'm going to call him by his first name. Like, I'm not that type of dude. I still call him dad and, I, you know, all that extra shit, right? But he wasn't around. So basically for, I think, seven years of my life, I grew up with my mother and then my stepdad came around. So I think that does create like an equal balance because for seven years, I was basically like my mother's daughter, right? Daughter with a penis, transsexual, Dufresne, whatever. So I was learning all these things that a girl would learn, the cooking, the cleaning, all that shit. And then my stepdad came into the picture. Now I was learning how to do an oil change, how to, uh, you know, change a tire, the shit around the house. When there's a car maintenance you need to take care of, right? So I say that to go into the next part of this. What's healthy masculinity? So that's actually what I was going to ask you guys. Well, we didn't really finish the the toxic, but I guess you guys it's get a toxic. Don't go too far. idea about that. <laughs> There's a lot more than toxic, but we're gonna leave it at that. Um, let Ben let Ben answer that. A, huh? Oh shit! BND, my fault. Boy, next door, goddamn. <laughs> I'm trying to years. edit that out. What time was that at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, all right. I'm going to edit that out. Let me see. 37 minutes. Edit that nigga name out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead, though. I'm going to let you go ahead and take that off, bro. What you think is, like, healthy masculinity? Man, just the, the ability to express oneself, I think, I was in a group chat one day and one of the women in there said that men don't actually show joy unless they're playing sports. So if you really thought about it, like men only really hug each other on the basketball court and on the football field, you know, you're seeing that warm embrace or whatever, and that's natural. Right. But you know, there's, she's saying that men should be able to express themselves all out of sports. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I think that's an example from my point of view, you know, an example of healthy yeah. masculinity. You ever been and around? So just the ability to assert oneself. So, you know, you, you should be able to have some sort of value system that you stand fast in and how you express that. So, you know, then that can get toxic, but at the same time, you should still be, you know, stand fast in whatever you believe in. So, you know, those are just a couple of qualities and a couple of things I feel you know, are, are positive forms of uh, masculinity. I just think we just need to get to a point where it's okay to express oneself 24-7. You know, I think it was just the other day I saw a man um, crying for the first time in front of his um, his girl, but he just he didn't feel vulnerable. I mean, he felt that he would be taken advantage of if he did so. So I'm just nice. in the point where, like, you know, guys are just – you know, uh, secretly hurting inside, but just don't have an outlet, you know? So I think we need to change that. Can I speak on, can I speak on that too as well? Um, I'm going to say this, I'm not going to put the person's name out there, but I used to actually talk to a girl where, uh, I would do healthy masculine things. Right. And I guess, like I said, it's, it's, it's dependent. Like I said, it all depends on where you came from and what you think is healthy or what you think is toxic. So to her, I used to go out on dates. I think our first date was actually church. We went to church together. Um, that was my advice or, or my, my take on it. Like it was a Sunday was coming up. I said, Hey, let's go to church. And after church, we can go to, we can go to lunch, went to lunch. 
went to, I'm not going to say the, 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 actually went to Outback. Went to Outback. The devil knew the Bible too. And, um, <clears throat> and, uh, <laughs> after, afterwards, afterwards, um, we started dating maybe like two, three dates, four dates. Even I think we went on like at least five or six dates. I even cooked for the girl several times, went to the house. And then one day I'm like, I, I asked, I said, Hey, you know what? You never really show me any kind of like real play, so to speak. Like, what do you have someone else in mind? Because at, at some point, you got to have that conversation, right? Like, do you are you talking to somebody else, or am I the only one? Or like, put me on game so that I'm way I'm the homie, you know right? I mean? Go ahead. So, I went ahead and asked her that, and she was like, Yeah, I'm talking to like two or three other people. Mind oh. you, the person that referred me to this person was like, Yeah, this person's free, blah, blah, blah. This and third. So, I guess uh, the person that referred me to that person didn't know how much that she was out there doing her thing. And so I was like, okay, well, we're, we're, in that two or three people that you're talking to, where do you see me at? You know, at this point, you know, I don't want to be any 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 competition. I'm going to just back off if I got to back off and you do your thing, right? So she was like, yeah, I don't really feel like, you know, me and you are perfect fit. So, I mean, at this point, I'm like, why didn't you say something? Like, okay, so now I'm, I'm kind of eager. I'm, I, I want to know what made me not be a perfect fit her saying was basically saying she's like yeah you're just too nice to me <laughs> and i'm like little do she know who i am and how i can be right but i decided to take that mental that that mental note and say we, to myself, we can all agree uh boy next though we can all agree when you really like a girl that shit fucks you up Man. Yes. Yes, it yes. does. Cause you okay. overthink everything, as opposed to you just, you know, doing your thing and you you being nonchalant. You're overthinking it. Damn, do I text her right yeah. now? Yeah. And on top of that, what I was date? I was literally being genuine, holding doors, cooking, making sure I made the plans, making sure that she knows where we're going. Mm -hmm. I'm going to drive. I could have been a dickhead, like yo, I don't know where we're going, but where you want to go? You know? Oh no, I can't drive. How about you drive to me and I and then I drive. I drive to the movies. Oh, okay. You pay for this, and I pay for that. You know what I mean? So I, I could have been that type of nigga, but I wasn't. You know. And um, of course, this happened years ago. Um, do but you, then I had to. Do you regret to, any of that, though? Do I regret it? Yeah. No, I learned a I learned a very good lesson out of it, and the lesson is that certain women aren't ready to receive a good man. They're you know really what I'm not. They're really um, not. And, and and that that put uh, hurt people. Hurt people. Not to say that I was hurt. But that put me in a stance point where, okay, now I'm, I'm. This is the move that that women are doing. This is this is what it is. So I'm gonna go ahead and back off. Nah, you, it wasn't China. You don't be. It wasn't. It wasn't China. It wasn't. I ain't even it wasn't. No names, Dan. I'm just oh. saying, like, how you not on your savage mode? Because I know you very well. I no. The people me, listen. Like, our listeners is, listen. They remember like that episode. They remember the episode when we almost got into the the deep root of your fucking anger towards women. We almost got there. Remember when you was like, I'm going to be petty. I don't give a fuck. Fuck that bitch. We almost yeah, got yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. That rope. was a couple of months ago. Mm. Literally. Mm. That was a couple of months ago. COVID. COVID was still around. But I still don't see how that tied into any type of healthy masculinity. What's your version of No, what I'm saying What I'm saying is my my healthy was, was me showing it. And I'm going off of what Boy Next Door said. Was that you know sometimes we try to be healthy right. and it don't always pan out to be what it what it well, is. Well, who, who are so, you doing it for, right? So someone once told me, and honestly, fuck that person. Oh, you shouldn't do things for a thank you. But at the end of the day, like 
the polite thing to do is thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm holding right. this door. You better say thank you. Or I'm going to be like, you're welcome. You get what I'm saying? Let's expand on that. Yeah. I feel like a, the bigger way about that is you shouldn't change who you are. Right, right. Someone didn't say thank you. Exactly. Mm. Same genuine person. You should still hold the doors. You should still, you know, cater and all that type of stuff. Just not for that person. I think part of toxic, and we can say it's toxic or not, but part of what men do is that you'll date somebody They'll tell you what they like and what they don't like, or they'll not appreciate certain things. And then you make that the blueprint of your next relationships. And that next one, instead of erasing what that female did, because, or you change who you are based off what she said, instead of deleting that woman and whatever she tried to deposit in you that did not feel good to you. And then starting anew with someone else and learning that woman and deciding if what she's telling you are things that you are, are, are they positive or are they negative? Right. Are they going to help you grow or are they uh, uh, a deterrent Taking to you? you, you know? But I don't Let think you can do that. You guys just take whatever that woman says, what, whether it was positive or negative, And then you just kind of build yourself. Shouldn't women do the same thing though too? Because a lot of women will have an experience and say, "I did everything for this man. Now I'm gonna move on." And if you, if a man tells you to fold his clothes, or if a man tells you, "Hey, can you iron this for me real quick before go to I go take house. a shower?" And you're so quick to be like, "I ain't doing that." That's a that's I don't, people. That's, well, I, I can't speak for all women. I know more women that delete. They'll they'll try the same thing over and over and over. You know, and until they get it right with the with, with the man, and then I don't really know anyone who who's like, oh, okay, this man did me wrong because you know I was nice to him, so now I'm going to be a bitch. You know what I'm saying? I don't know a lot of them. Well, I, I guess this new generation's kind of like that. I, I guess they. I, I, almost, I almost got to that point. I ain't gonna lie. I almost but got you know, to that point. kind of a different. I'm a little bit of an old head. I almost so. got to that point because when I first got single, I remember I tried to get at this one chick, man, and she dubbed the fuck out of my ass to go out the country. Which you know, looking back hindsight, mm-hmm. you want to go on a date in Miami or you want to go out the country? It makes sense. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I definitely took that shit. Was like, oh word, that's what that's the time we on bet. But that's obviously I, I fucking you know let it go and here we are now. I'm, I'm and then again, uh, freaking Gerald, we're not gonna keep every time I say something. You're gonna be like, but don't women, but don't that is toxic. <laughs> we are talking. I mean, listen, this is episode this is 107. This is about to be 107. If people haven't realized by listening to Kendall talk that the most toxic person on this podcast <laughs> is fucking DJ Kid G. <laughs> What the fuck have you been listening to? Look at this nigga excited. Look, look, look. I'm gonna give him applause. He's a, he put that nigga ass in the dirt. Oh wait, wrong <laughs> one. Example <laughs> of toxic masculinity when you are trying to talk about a set of issues and instead of them, you deterrent, know, kind deterrent, of reflecting deterrent, and saying, yeah. "Okay, right, I can do better," or accepting right. it. But what about this? What that is? No, 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 no. <laughs> that is toxic in itself. So again. It would be beneficial, going back to the topic, if if a woman has said things that were negative or you know wasn't right, and you're like, man, that shit's stupid. Yeah. Don't take that and then change who you are. Whether they mm-hmm. said thank you, whether they appreciate it or not, you should still be the genuine, loving, good person regardless. And then take that same genuine 
person who you are to the next relationship and then learn that woman. Don't base that woman oh, off of the... Oh, yeah. And yes, I know that women have to work on that as well. Oh, listen. your control ought to delete. I completely uh, agree. I wish I could take all my steak dinners back. I wish I could but take you can't. All my but you can't. But you all can't. Listen, I, can't. I got dubbed. I got dubbed. <laughs> no, I'm not saying take. I didn't say take what you did no, back. I'm just saying I wish I could take it back. But you can. You can't person. take. You can't take those sandals back either. I'm gonna be petty. Them expensive ass sandals. No. So you know, all you can do is you can. You are you, genuinely before you were hurt. Just before level up the, the next trauma, person before the negativity. You just level up. My my thing is level up the next person and level up yourself. You get what I'm saying? Like. That's the only way you can. Let's be honest. We we do like to like get back at some motherfucker that tried us or played us or whatever yes. it is. Yeah. Let's be honest, it makes right? Me feel good. Can we all agree upon that? Raw Gemini, right, boy, right. Next, we all agree on. Nah, see, Raw Gemini want to act like she's all right. Okay, okay. Get back at the person that did you wrong. No, not get back. Not necessarily. You're trying to get back at them, but it is in the back of the back of your head. Like, oh, you tried me. You played me. You feel me? Like it is there. I'm not going to say it's there like 100% of the time, but it is a 1% time where you might Maybe scroll across a person's a, page. And like, we get... Oh, no, nah, y'all do the plan. Like, y'all do the plan. My fault. You're a woman. Okay, my bad. My bad. <laughs> y'all niggas do that shit all the time. Nah, we don't like, play no more. We don't play. All these guys, we're out here trying to be husbands and wholesome men. You feel me? And y'all just out here trying to tear us apart, rip Ooh. our hearts out, all of y'all. All of y'all. All of y'all. First of all, <laughs> off topic, we're not talking about toxic masculinity. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all right, okay, so I'm gonna end it with this. So, in my opinion, healthy masculinity, right, is just taking care of those things that may stress her out, right? So, even though I'm in California, my girl's in Florida, like I'll make sure that car shit gets handled one way or another. Whether it be a flat tire or you need to get your vehicle towed, whatever it is, like obviously I'm from Orlando. So I know mad people out there, whether it be from high school or growing up as an older man. So my girl hits me up and she's like, yo, I have this issue. I'm going to make sure I handle it even across the country. And I think that's the safety net that women are missing these days where they feel like they got to handle shit on their own. So it's kind of like, where's the place for a nigga? Like, I'm doing this shit by myself. Like, what's the point of you in my life? You know what I mean? So like that healthy masculinity where you're handling this shit that quote unquote is the manly things in the household. You know what I mean? Like the car shit, the, the, you know, you got to put up the fucking shelves or some bullshit like that. Like that's healthy masculinity in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? And you'd have no idea how irritating it is when the first thing out of a man's mouth is, Oh, you're independent (laughs) and Oh, you're this and you're independent. That doesn't mean that just because I can and am able and willing to take care of everything I need to and that I want to, it doesn't mean that I can't appreciate your ass coming in and handling some of this stuff too. But Mm. I feel like that's now the new excuse for men to not be men. Like, oh, well, she got it. She didn't take it. (laughs) What the hell? I'll be honest with you. I don't mind doing the masculine things, but I I also don't want to be Jeffrey from from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. This is true. There's a fine line. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I used to deal with girls that when I come around, their hands are broke, broke. Like, like I'm talking about, like, oh, take my shoes off, grab the pillow, grab me a drink, this and third. My nigga, take like, my shoes off. Yeah, like, like it's it's yeah, it's to that point. It's like, <laughs> oh, the whole so, you want, so you want to take my shoes off? 
Oh, this was a toxic masculinity. You just thought about it because I'm looking at your light skin ass taking shoes off and shit. Right, I just pictured it and I couldn't. Yo, so tell me, this isn't a toxic. If that's your love language, Gerald, I I support it. Like, if that's your love language, that's not. Wait, I don't. I don't want to forget my example. So, I know (laughs) you were trying to deter from the whole women being some type of root of this toxic masculinity, but it is what it is. Tell me this is an aspect of toxic masculinity where a lot of women will say they prefer the dark-skinned man because he's not soft or he's more, Mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, we've all heard this before. They feel like the light-skinned nigga is soft or he pretty or he this, that, and the third. They feel like the dark-skinned man is like, he's the rough nigga because of a skin tone. You putting your hand on your face, but... This is a thing that's been it's out true. here. Let's be it's let's be let's be completely honest. Exactly. So the as a, I put my hand on my face is because unfortunately I have friends who have made similar con- comments and saying, exactly. "Oh, nah, I don't deal with light skin right. because of ABC." And right. So I get it. I get it. I'm a dark skin man. Right. I cook you and know, clean, and I listen to R and B. Colorism at its finest. Niggas can't even be nice to women no more. No, this is true. This is true. Who said that? Oh, nothing. I'm just saying. If you're too nice, you will say. You know what's sad? Okay, I will say this. Even though we're supposed to be talking about men, y'all keep talking about women. I will say this. (laughs) We all tie into each other. The airport, and I noticed that it was a bunch of men sitting down, and not one of them got up to give their seat to to a female. And then I just started thinking about the day. And I'm like, dang, men don't even, like, really hold the door as much or, you know, do too much. It's either completely rude, like, oh, what's up, like, trying to holler, or nothing at all. And then I started thinking about women, and I'm like, well, dang, I can't really blame them too much because at a time where men were genuinely being nice, women, up north more so, would be like, oh, Shut, you know, shut up, don't talk to me, or nigga, whatever, nigga, get out my face, blah, 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 blah. So I I do see where sometimes we've played a role in our own demise and the in the um less lessening, is that a word? <laughs> uh, and the really nice masculine men. So I can take I will take that. I will say that. Good job, glad you could have Thank you, it. thank you. I'm 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 first. happy that you came to the realization that some of y'all Ain't shit. But anyways, um, uh, like I almost said some real. <laughs> <laughs> you should have said, said it. You should have said it. You should have said it. It's not too late, Ross. Say that shit. Say that shit. <laughs> this kennel talk R rated. <laughs> Hold on, that shit cut out. What you say? I ain't gonna say it. Oh, okay. But, um, <laughs> Don't grab me with a good time. <laughs> masculinity again. To me, I think healthy masculinity is those things where you can still be, you know, what's the word? It's been so long since I had to say it. Chauvinistic? Not mm-hmm. chauvinistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. That's mm-hmm. the word, right. No, chivalry. That's the word I was looking for. Oh, you for. love chivalry. Okay. okay. That's the complete opposite of Chivalrous. <laughs> chivalrous. 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 Yes, yeah. I'm sorry. It's late. Um, where you can still be chivalrous, where you can still be nice, where you can still give compliments without trying to take it to where you hollering at her, where you can listen. I mean, these days, 
I think that women are screaming. Black women are talking louder and yelling more because ain't nobody listening to us. It's like, just listen. In this world where they're trying to beat you up and when they're trying to shut us up, it's nice to come home where you could feel safe and where I can feel heard. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just like being able and willing to listen to what your woman is saying and understand where she's coming from, being able to be emotionally supportive, being able to effectively communicate where you can be assertive, but also at times know when to compromise, you know. So, so I'm listening to everything you're saying and I get it and I respect everything you're saying. So I'm not rebutting that that's not an ideal situation, but from my experience, right, I'm just going off of what I've been through in my dating life, right? Mm-hmm. I see a pattern. In our community, women will be with the dog alpha, right? Mm. The guy who's just running through the mud, very, you know, uh, toxic, right? And then they get with me, right? And all those qualities that you said, right? You know, that, you know, listening to her, you know, and, and treat her, you know, with uh, chivalry and all that stuff. And they love it. It's like a love bomb to them. But as soon as they get built up, right, they go back to the dude that broke them, right? Mm-hmm. And it blows my mind every single time. It's just like, do you truly want a man who's doing all that stuff for you? Or you just want him to make you feel good so you can go back to the Heal other you guy? enough to go yeah, back. Go mm. back to what we were saying. That woman is not all women what you have to look at other aspects how old was the lady at the time was she mature or was she emotionally mature emotionally immature was she still broken does she need to be healed did she have childhood traumas or any traumas that she was healing from those aspects in that woman do not define all women even if you came across multiple women like that doesn't mean all women i've come across a lot of dog ass men but i would never sit here and say that all men are like that if I'm I glad did. you said that because I was coming for you, girl. I'm glad you said that. I was <laughs> look, look at her face. She ready to cuss your ass out. You better leave her alone. Hey, so this is my this is my 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 two cents on That's, what. But wait, let me finish real go quick. Ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If we could just get to the point where, as adults, as mature men and women, we realize just because th- that one, two, or three relationships that were. The woman did that doesn't define all women. And then don't look for a woman with the same qualities. Look for something different. Look for a real grown, mature woman because that woman will appreciate those qualities. I will tell you, yes, a grown, mature woman who is looking for a healthy, long relationship are going to appreciate those qualities. I will also tell you that a more immature, unhealed female will probably leave your ass for a person that is more toxic because that is what she has been conditioned to and she has Amen. Yes. Yes. I just put some shit like that up the other day. That little essay that I wrote, I was like, some women are content and okay. Even men content Mm -hmm. with that toxic fucking love, yo. I fucking, I don't understand that shit. But this is what I wanted to say to a boy next door. So a lot of those times, right, when you feel like it's a repeated situation, okay, you're doing the right things by this girl, and she goes out and she goes back to this nigga that wasn't shit. So the common denominator is you sometimes, right? So you got to look at what in you is uh, allowing that type of situation into you, right? Because I, I, don't, I, don't, I can't speak on you, but me personally, I'm not, quote, unquote, the hood nigga, the ratchet nigga, but I love 
me some ratchet hood bitches. Once I upon a time. It, I feel it. Now, I say more ratchet because I, I graduated from ratchet. I like hood because there's a difference because ratchet is just. ratchet. Right. No, nah, I don't even think there's such thing as sophisticated ratchet because I done been in Oakland, California. I'm a sophisticated ratchet. No, nah, you hood, bro. You hood. I wouldn't even say sophisticated. No, nah, you hood. I'm going to break it down for you. Now, ratchet. I'm going to tell you, Ratchet is the whole entire area of Oakland, California. These motherfuckers, Ratchet is hell. Okay? Now, Hood, Ratchet is just loud at all times. They don't know when to turn the volume down. They don't know when to say some shit in their head and realize, maybe I shouldn't say this out loud. Hood knows there's a difference between, uh, I got to act this way at home, I got to act this way at work, and I got to act this way around my family or his family. Right? Code like switch. I said, code switching. Hood is code switching. I'm a hood nigga. I'm not ratchet. Kid G, hood nigga, because he going to act up wherever he going to act up. A, a hole in the wall to some sophisticated shit. You get what I'm saying? And there's a fine line between ratchet. So I don't even think Rod Gemini, I'm sorry, but you're not a classy ratchet. You're hood. You're hood. Ratchet, there's no such thing as a classy ratchet. Motherfuckers is just ratchet across the board. You can't. No, no. I done been around you a couple times and no, you're hood. Yeah, because you know when to turn down and you know when to turn up from what I've seen. Right. So back to you, boy, next door. So you got to ask yourself, like, what is it that I like? Right. What kind mm-hmm. of woman do you like? Do you like the hood chick or you like the ratchet chick? You like, you know, you're, you're complete opposite because you you a mellow dude. You calm, you chill. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what kind of girls you end up getting to that point where you're like, hmm, I'm feeling her. Let me take her on a couple of dates. So you, you know, it, it is it is more of the assertive type of woman, but I guess the thing that uh, really gets me is like when you dating, right? You really don't know that person. You right. just see what they're presenting, right? right? So in that code switching scenario, right? You're seeing that woman that you think that you know really complements your style, but after like month three, four hits, mm-hmm. it's like the code switching stops, right? You just they just default to the ratchet, and it's like, whoa, this person. Like, I don't know you anymore. Yeah, like, the person yeah, that you yeah. was presenting to me yeah. at, at month one, and when I'm seeing at month four, two different people. And then, you know, at the same time, um, you know, I think when you say the common denominator is me, I, I think I, I can agree with that because, you know, you, you teach people how to treat you, right? Facts. So I think there was a couple Facts. of uh, lack of boundaries, right? So that there's a certain thing that I didn't really, you know, feel, you know, was what, I thought was disrespectful. Let me say it like that way, right? Instead of checking it, right, I wanted to keep the peace, right? Mm. So after a while, you know, mm. she's like, "Well, he ain't say nothing this time, so I'm gonna take it for, step oh, further." Yeah. So I have to own that 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 part of me where, like, okay, now I need to start saying something, stand up for myself, and my dating life has completely changed so much to the fact that I have to make a conscious effort. Do I want to keep still playing this game or actually? Take it seriously and go to the next Listen, level. Listen, nigga, you have a connecting beard. You better speak your fucking mind, nigga. Right? I love the fact that you said setting boundaries. I so appreciate the fact that you <laughs> put that out there because, you know, setting boundaries is really critical. And I think that we are now learning how to do that as a culture. In We're a learning how to say, yeah. no, I don't like that. No, I don't agree with that. And I think men are starting to learn how to do that. I think that in my situation, that's something that played a role in it is that I didn't know what the boundaries was were. And I don't think that he were, he was comfortable with 
expressing those boundaries out of fear of what he thought my reaction may be when in actuality a woman who loves you a woman who cares for you and mm. is really trying with you we want and we're yes. trying to we yes. will communicate and ask you a hundred thousand yes. questions because we're trying to figure out your likes dislikes wants desire we're trying to learn all of that so that we know where to where that line is and i had went way past the line at one point i didn't even know until it was like i'm getting my head chewed off and i'm like well shit i didn't know that was a problem listen <laughs> i i know i tend to bring up my fiance up you know, because if we look, we paying attention to the episode, I went from like, these bitches ain't shit to fiance, fiance. But she's a prime example on both sides. If someone truly cares about you, they're going to listen to what you have to say. If something bothers you, they're going to listen to that exactly. shit and be like, well, I care about this person enough to be like, yo, this bothers you. Let me see if I can change that. Mm-hmm. At least try. Now, those people that are just like, mm, no, nah, you being a bitch. Like, you don't like the way I talk. Well, this is just who I am. That person's not for you. Like, take take yeah. that signal and run with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, because mm-hmm. once again, a person that cares about you, they care about wanting to be with you, they are willing. Maybe they don't change 100%, but they're at least trying. They're willing to try to change something to better, you know, how you feel about a situation on the man's yeah. side and on the woman's side. It won't be pressure. I've heard a man say, oh, that's it's pressure. It's pressure for me to not be able to do this. It's yeah. pressure. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It shouldn't even it shouldn't it shouldn't be, be pressure, yeah. baby. Not that means all. that there's a, from what you're saying and how you really feel is a disconnect because right. you say mm-hmm. it one but if you feel a pressure that you can't even respect what I'm saying about the things that's making me feel some type of way, then obviously it ain't what you're right. saying. You exactly. know what I'm saying? But Don't those are things like even going back to boy next door what he was saying is when you a few months later and you get a different person you have to start looking at those signs early me i test i don't give a damn i'm gonna I'm apply that pressure early because i'm not gonna wait six months to see who yeah. you really are mm-hmm. you know purposely push your buttons it's just asking questions communicating getting in those deep conversations everybody want to have fun in the beginning everybody right. Go out and have dinner and drinks and oh it's just fun 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 okay now nah, I had a lot of fun I'm in my thirties at that point I don't need the fun I need to know who the hell you are you know and ask those hard questions early then you can start cracking cracking away at that fake ass you know mask that they may be putting on and not wasting your time okay so we're gonna. Kid G fucking lost in this fucking trash ass football. Game. No, I'm I'm listening. I'm 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 taking it and I really don't have no rebuttal for everything that everybody's saying. You know what I'm saying? Like what we said, I kid. really I really feel like what you're saying is 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 definitely uh, a pivotal thing for our community in general because a lot of t- a lot of times we don't sit, take the time to sit down and listen to a person. Because Steve Harvey said it best. If you sit down and listen to someone talk, you don't need to ask any questions. Right. That's They'll tell you everything are. you need to know. Mm-hmm. I, I said that Same, recently. So, I said that recently about women. Like they really just give you the cheat code. Like you ain't got. They say they do. They let definitely them talk do. About them. And niggas still fucking up. That's the funny part. And I think that that the time period when you first get to know someone, you kind of like in the friend zone. You like you haven't really crossed any sexual boundary yet. Is like crucial because like you really get to know that person. And I kid you not, like any like serious breakup that you know, if I'm ever honest with myself, they told me who they were. Right. And it's crazy. We usually split over over split up over the issue that they told me what they did in the beginning, like how they, you know, blew up with some dude. And I'm like, yo, that's crazy. She did the same thing to me. 
That's crazy. She told me up front, and I didn't even, I didn't even realize it. Right, I agree. Cause I literally, he said, what about her and some dude? The blow like, up that you know, she had. They they blow up a certain way, and I'm thinking, man, that's crazy, you know, and not realizing, wow, she blew up and you know dismissed me the same way. Okay. Like she oh, told me who she was. You felt like it would have changed. Told me who she was. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Believe who they say they are, type thing, basically. Exactly. Right. I gotta believe that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Date their that's reality. True. Date their reality. That's what. That's what it is. It's Not like, really. We, yeah. Really date their reality, man. Ooh, a, lot, a lot of times we sit back and we sit there and we we just date sit the here. Oh, I know he has potential. I know she has. We had potential. an episode I'm about that. Dating date someone's that. potential. We don't. We don't went there before. Yeah, can't date so someone's back potential. Masculinity. <laughs> oh shit, that masculinity shit is over and dead. You know how we do on Kennel Talk. Masculinity. So no, we are unhealthy. So we're going back to toxic. Jesus, huh? we going back to toxic. Oh lord. No, so I was just gonna say we have an agreement on what we kind of we can kind of see and feel the differences between healthy masculinity and toxic masculinity. Do you all feel like there's an attack on? Solid black masculinity. Um, in our society. But have we ever really known a healthy masculinity in the black culture, though? No. I'm going to be honest from, with you. From, Carib- from Caribbean that we to ever black, seen, whether it be socially, whether it be with our, within our friends, whether it be family, <clears throat> everybody has their own definition of what masculine is or what masculine looks like what their perception is. That's why I say that masculinity can be boiled down to perception of the individual. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My upbringing is different from, you know, neighborhood boy. My upbringing is different from cadet. My upbringing is different from job rock. So at the end of the day, you know, how I view masculinity, whether it be toxic, whether it be good, whether it be bad, it's, it can be a completely different definition than any one of y'all. Um, you know, so it, generally it just, speaking, I, I get what you're saying, but I have a question with that. Would you agree, especially in America, you would say like Uncle Phil would be an ideal, you know, like, you know, as, as of a masculine man who, you know, is really raising a family and, 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 and be able to exude all those traits um, that everyone would say would be masculine? Uncle Phil, let me tell you what Uncle Phil was. Uncle Phil was an iconic black man with money living in Beverly Hills that everyone looked at to be a father figure. So was Bill Cosby, a doctor living, you know, went to an HBCU, graduated, and he wore HBCU paraphernalia throughout the, throughout the shows to show you what an iconic black family looked like. Carl Winslow, same one, a a iconic police listen, officer in the neighborhood. Listen, bro, that gave you this this perfect picture of what a black family should look but like. But listen, mm-hmm. all of those characters had toxic masculinity, and they had healthy masculinity. The one thing they had in common on the healthy side is they took care of home, they took care of family, they took care of finances, they made sure everybody was straight. From the cousin that came from Philadelphia. What you say? They wasn't out there cheating in line. They was True. home every night. Exactly. They was there for dinner. They whether 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 they said some wild shit, they came back to that communication aspect. Whether they was like, 
oh, you can't have this male friend or, yo, as my daughter, you can't date. There was some type of communication that happened at the end of those episodes. Now, can we say that goes on in reality? Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. But I would say they all had their healthy dose of toxic and healthy or and healthy masculine masculinity, which is that's life. You know what I'm saying? You can't be on one side of the spectrum. I think it's healthy to have a little bit of everything, you know? I mean, toxic. I mean, okay. well, I would say this. Having a toxic moment where you might like where a father may be overly protective of a child and and not letting them kind of grow and stuff like that. But then, like you said, they come and they realize and they have a conversation and they learn from that, you know, okay, that's one thing. I don't, I don't really consider that toxic masculinity. That's just growth. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, there are times where you have to learn and grow, you know, but the willingness to learn from the situation and be willing to grow and do better, that part makes you non-toxic. That's the part. We're not saying that being you have to be perfect. I don't believe in perfect. No one is perfect, you know, especially in this society. It's hard to be. But being willing to communicate, being willing to listen, being willing to shift who you are and not say, oh, that's who I am. That's who I am. Being willing to say, "Okay, no, I'm willing to take in what you're saying because I know you're coming from a good place and I'm willing to grow from from what you're saying. Okay, that makes more. So we're gonna move on to the last part. I know this is the boy's podcast. But wait, I feel like I was still got more. I think there's an attack on on healthy toxic. I mean, sorry, I feel like there's an attack on healthy masculinity in our community for sure. In what way? With what? I feel like the black men who are being good black men who are not—they're a simp. They're considered a simp, right? a, there's term, but y'all have the, those terms are more in y'all own brotherly community, like amongst men to men. Y'all be like, oh, he a simp, he a simp, he a simp. Not but, for me. I guess it depends on who you asking because a nigga taking care. Okay, for example, Russell Wilson. I know we like to talk about him, right? Because he's the, the quote unquote definition mm-hmm. of simp. Oh, there's a rumor uh, out there for him. It's not clarified yet, but um, supposedly he got somebody pregnant. Oh, but keep going. But, shit. Wow. Do not slander this man's name no, with no hard right, back. No. I'm just looking. I haven't reposted it because I need reliable TMZ sources. TMZ. He, he is on he is in rumor. TMZ uh, is the worst. TMZ in the shade room is the worst thing to happen to black people. Anyway, so all right. So okay, fuck fuck Russell Wilson. God damn, kid. Like that's how you had to come? Because that What'd you say, Rob? I've been I've been looking for his demise. Wow. Coming from a toxic ass nigga. Anyway, so a nigga that's willing to step up and take care of another nigga's responsibility, I could never see him as a simp. You know what I'm saying? Like he's that nigga. Now, mm-hmm. I, obviously, I have my own stepdad, but like I'm not even speaking on that type of experience. Like that's your own personal decision to step into a situation with someone else's child, right? But any man that can look at somebody that's willing to step up where another nigga lacked or isn't willing to do what he was supposed to do and you can look at him and feel like, oh, this nigga's trash or he a simp, you ain't shit. <clears throat> and you need to reevaluate yourself in the fucking mirror. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't look at a nigga that don't take care of his kids and be like, oh, yeah, he the man. Like, I don't look at future like that. I, I mean, granted, let me not speak on that nigga shit because I don't know what the fuck he do or what he don't do. Right. But I know niggas in real life that didn't take care of their kids, don't take care of their kids, you know, 
say they gonna buy this and the shit never shows up. You know what I'm saying? So like, mm. those are the niggas that I know about, and those are the niggas to me that are simp ass niggas, and those are the niggas that also stay relevant with certain females, right? Well, I thought that simp was used for men who was actually being good men and taking care of responsibilities. Yeah. And I, I feel like I hear that more from other yeah, yeah, men. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. That's that's a simp. Then, that's the yeah, definition of simp. Then from other women, I hear more men say, oh, he is simp just because he's been a good man to a woman. So, But, but, but with, some, with some boundaries on this, well, the lack of boundaries, I think that's really what it comes down to is it's not that you're not providing is that you have no boundaries, you know what I'm saying? She's just taking advantage of you. Like, you know, hey, why mm. are you, you know, paying all these bills? Like, she had them before you, you know, like. Yeah. Well, okay, hold on, time oh, out. Oh, Lord. What, <laughs> what, 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 what? We're here to pay your bills? If a man wants to come in and he says he wants to take care of, there are, I know, we had this conversation before on this podcast. Saying and a I woman putting it on a nigga is different personally offensive they are offended if their woman is taking care of any of the house like financial responsibility oh that's diff- that's a different conversation because you, said you just said they're a woman mm-hmm. they're a woman that like, like in that time in that frame that box that is that is your woman and you're uh, supposed to random Be gone, my brother <laughs> <laughs> i don't oh. know you like like you don't there's no commitment here like, mm-hmm. what are you giving back to me? Like, you're basically dangling your femininity and saying it costs to interact with me. Okay, so right in that buy, aspect, buy drinks. <laughs> so in that in that aspect, you're in a situation where you have a lack of boundaries or whatever as a man, right? Because what commitment is she really offering? Because she's not really offering you. She's just what? saying to be in my presence. I'm going to charge you. Right? Mm. Some men who do this, it's called we prostitution. Call them, uh, we don't call them simps. Uh, there are tricks, and then there are simps. Now, mm. there are men mm-hmm. who trick off, and they don't see any problem with tricking off. And I, you know, there's multiple reasons why they do that. Either they feel like they need to pay to have a woman of a higher caliber and their opinion around, so they may spend more money to intrigue her to, to spend time with them because their personality is not strong enough to attract them, to get them, Agreed. to uh, keep them around. Uh, there are men who also do this because maybe they're not as fulfilling in the bedroom, so they overcompensate to keep a woman that Talk they feel is shit. of a higher caliber around. Mm. We have to dissect that. See, men, y'all, they don't go back and talk to y'all about those things. But I'm giving you inside scoop that when you see a man doing these things, it, it's it's not just because, oh, he's being a simp. There's sometimes it'd be some underlying reasons as to why they're doing those things that they would Little never tell another, another man. You know, so just know that. That's that. No, I agree. I agree on that. I agree. Yeah, what I agree. we're saying about the simp thing, I feel like that's coming more so from men. Like I, every time I hear, see a good man being a good man to a woman, all of a sudden he's being called a simp, and that's not what that that term was originally meant for. The simp was, like you said, was Nigga supposed to be off. for men who are just getting ran over, dogged out, and all that type of stuff. But now it's just used, even if you're being a good yeah. man. Now, Shit, even if me, you in I love, feel like the on masculinity is also coming from society and the media men who are being good men men who are being good fathers men who men who are being these things if you're not um, exhibiting you know gay behaviors or feminine behaviors and you're just being a strong assertive man they don't want that 
you know, that's not glorified anymore. That's not even praised anymore as much as it used to be. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, men. there are more black men doing the right thing. There are more black fathers doing the right thing, but they don't want to glorify that. They'll attack that to glorify what they want to fit their agenda. It's not entertaining. It's not entertaining to see a black. Mm-hmm. It's not entertaining to see a black family winning. It's really not. Like Iman Shumper and Tiana Taylor, they started their reality show. I think the second season or first season on a new network. I don't know, but I'm so scared for them because I feel like once black families make it to a fucking a screen, bro. They invite so many people into that relationship, whether it be strong, weak, whatever in between. Mm -hmm. I just really hate when strong families get on screen. Not even strong families, strong black families. Because y'all know me. I love me some Tiana Taylor. But I also respect that, you know, she's in a great relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can never be mad at someone being happy and creating, you know, a strong foundation that, you know, evolves into two beautiful kids. You know what I'm saying? But it was like that with Deion Sanders and look what happened. I don't know. They what happened. I don't divorced. know. Oh, they divorced. Mm. Yeah. See, that what I'm been divorced. See, I don't know about yeah. Deion. I don't be watching this shit. Deion Sanders. He's a, he's a football player. Yeah. They had a show. Now. She said, what? And then they got divorced. All right. So the last topic, hopefully we don't go into two hours on this shit. <laughs> um, do well. I don't know. Have we ever, th- boy next door? Have you dated outside of black women? I mean, yeah, I have. I, I, I've I've dated. Uh, I, I think anyone with melanin. That that's my thing, right? So uh, I don't discriminate. You know, Hispanic. You know, this couple of uh, people. I guess you could say they were Asian. Where so okay. I, as long as you have some melanin in your skin, I can rock with you. Okay. All right. So. Do black men treat non-black women better by catering more, having more patience, understanding, forgiveness, and humbleness, etc.? Me, I can, I, can, I got to speak for myself on this. Me, personally, I don't. I mean, I treat everyone equally. I mean, that's just the way I was raised. You know what I'm saying? And I, I guess that's even my nature, right? So I'm giving everybody the love that I want back. But amongst, you know, men, you know, closed doors, I've heard comments about, you know, uh, white women, blank, 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 right? Black women, blank, blank, blank. Mm. And I'm looking at them and I'm a little confused because I'm like, you're kind of creating that environment, right? Like you already off rip for saying you're not going to give her any, you know, patience or time. So, you know, I do, I am saddened when I hear comments like that um, because at the end of the day, you know, they don't realize that they're part of the problem. Mm -hmm. Facts. Agreed. I've been trying to get this one dude on for a while now. Um, One day I'll get him on. Because he's definitely one of those people that I feel like has a weird hatred, for lack of better words, towards black women. And it's crazy because at the end of the day, you're a black man, so your mother's black, so do you hate your mother, right? But like, like Boy Next Door said, I've seen it on the outside, and I do feel like black men do treat, you know, women whether it be white, Hispanic, or whatever, they do treat them different from a black woman, right? Because I feel like it's a deep-rooted thing to, like, let's go back to slavery, whatever it may be, some Jim Crow shit, right? Those type of women were off limits. Oh, I couldn't date the white woman. Oh, I couldn't date the Hispanic women. I feel like, like they said with, with Kanye, when he get on, he leave your ass for a white girl. 
I feel like sometimes a lot of niggas feel like when they get to a when they get to a higher plateau, a black woman doesn't fit where they're trying to head. And for mm-hmm. me as a black dude, bro, I don't see no other person being strong enough to be with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, no offense to, you know, a Hispanic woman or a, a white woman, but like for me, I feel like for what I want in the future, I need a black woman beside me. You know what I'm saying? Like, once again, I'm not taking away from Hispanic women, white women. I'm cool with that. And like I've said in the past, I don't have any problem against interracial relationship as long as you're there for love. Now, if you're there because you want light-skinned babies or you want some fucking hybrid child or you want your baby to be, like, you know, light brown with some hazel eyes, that's when I have a problem with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because you're into the situation for the wrong reason. So how you feel about or, that? Or, or it could be that's their preference. The, the, what? No, no, no. How is that a preference? Because I want light skin because, babies. Because that's what you want versus because a preference is what, what you like and what you want. That's a, that's that's what a preference is. Like okay. if, if but like, earlier wait, wait. he said that my friend said that they don't like to date light skinned men because of the, 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 that was a problem. I didn't say that was a that was a bad thing or a good thing. I'm just saying let's not negate that's someone's preference. Let's not mm-hmm. get the link at that. Okay. Now, whether we deem it bad or bad or good, that's on you. However, that doesn't that does not take away the, from the fact that they say, "Hey, I pr- I probably would not want my child to be dark skin or light skin or girl or boy or gay or straight." Okay. I mean, that is a preference. Okay. Let's not go away from that. You know what I'm saying? But what are those preferences built off of? Because that doesn't make you. They're, they're built off of what you want as a person. Okay, hey. so white people prefer black people to be slaves. That make it all right? I've never said it once again. <laughs> I never Ooh. said went there. it was supposed to be good or bad. Let's just take some white people prefer hiring uh, white people. They don't like black people. That's their preference. I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's their preference. That's bad, nigga. <laughs> Fuck y'all. If, what I'm saying is, regardless if it's their preference, their choice, their decision or not, it doesn't like, okay, I'm going to let you have it. I'm gonna Thank, you, you. Thank you, boo. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, boo. <laughs> just go over there. <laughs> All right, so, okay. Y'all, y'all know people that are interracial relationships, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, like, with that being said, when we see a certain type of like, I'm just gonna say a white person, is there? A, can we all agree this is a certain type of black man that that dates a certain type of white woman? Yes, yeah. I, it's it's. I when I went to college, man, you could just tell the guys who date white women, and a part of me, I couldn't even be mad at it because even if they tried to date black women. The black woman don't want don't right. want him. I, I want to get into that. Yeah, yeah. So this, and also too, there's two types. There's it's, it's 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 and it's the two types are super extreme. So it's like the real, real, real rugged, thuggish, you know, ain't got no money type of deal dating the white girl, or the really, 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 really white boy. It's 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 no it's between. either or. It's all the spectrum. I'm like and if you think. look in the hood. Majority of times when you see that black dude walking around with that big ass girl, smoking, still smoking new pots, nah, new ports. I don't even know how to say it. Don't smoke cigarettes. New ports. It do be the raggedy ass white girl with the hood, nigga, dog. Exactly. It do. So super extreme or super super geeky. Okay, but all right. So on the other spectrum, Rod Gemini, how do you feel about that? 
I think back in the day, it used to be a certain type of man that only dated Caucasian women mostly. But these days, yeah, black men are dating anything and everything, black, white, Spanish, Puerto Rican, all of that. So I don't have a problem with interracial dating. Um, I get it. I see beautiful women as well, so I can appreciate seeing beautiful women of all colors. Right. I get that. Agreed. Um, I think more so that where sometimes it's a little offensive is when you're dating those women and those women don't even like black women. They don't like mm-hmm. Yeah, that's look, a problem. Mm-hmm. They don't look that means like, that you can't be around my friends or family. Not even just that, but they like I've seen women on social media like Spanish and all of this and they're date they date black men now. Right. But they feel like they have a right to talk down talk black men. I mean, black women, right. and, you know, it's because they have a black man, they feel like they have the right to do that, number one. And then number two, probably because that black man also is down-talking black women, and that's why I have an issue. I literally saw a Agreed. Spanish girl when I went there. This was a few years ago, and she was just like, oh, y'all mad because he chose... Uh, he he like girls with real hair and small noses and all this type of stuff. <laughs> and you and you letting her say this and you okay with that? And then this like the baby. What's the girl? Danny Lake. Danny Lee. Danny. I yeah, never, I was thinking about her. Yeah. I would ever. Mm. You felt comfortable enough to say he wants your your yellow bone. He wants a yellow bone when he has a black baby mama. Multiple. Like really. So it's stuff like that that kind of it gets irritating because now not only are you, are you going outside of the race and okay, that's cool. We've learned to accept that, but now you, you want us to step both of y'all down talking to us just because you have your own insecurities or you have your own reasons, or you didn't want to deal with a black woman or whatever, whatever the case may be. No. Yes. I understand that black women are not the easiest race. We are, we are strong women and we build strong men. We come from, a, a traumatic history Facts. and we are continuously putting down so yes we're going to be more aggressive at times yes we're going to be more vocal at times and that's to us to work with each other to understand each other's battles but if you choose not to go through that okay cool respect mm-hmm. but don't put shit. us down Facts. for for having the same ex- you know for having that experience you know so that's where mm-hmm. the first comes in but even above that about the treatment I absolutely feel like black men put non-black women on a pedestal they feel like they get a prize they feel like this this person is a prize oh look i got me something like this it's something to show off it's something to brag about so they become more quiet at times they are more understanding they become very freaking humble all of a sudden they let the woman run the show a lot they are very freaking forgiving but they don't have that same capacity when they're dating a black woman it's less patience it's less tolerance it's more attitude so it's just like dang are we not worthy of that same treatment you are you are 100 percent right because i know mm. i know off a of friend like she's not black and the shit that she's told me she's put her baby daddy through like which is a black man is like what the fuck Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that nigga's willing to deal with it. As opposed to, I know for a fact, if this was a black woman, like, this nigga would have snapped a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But then, does it come down to the fact, like, okay, she calls the cops. There's going to be a different reaction when the cop pulls up and it's a, a white Spanish 
or fucking other ethnicity, Asian woman that's mm-hmm. over here screaming, and then there's this black man with either dreads or he's just darker skin or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. and he's in that situation with this person that's not a black woman. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, we all know even with police uh, or law enforcement, they react differently to different skin tones. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a woman, even if it's a man, they just they turn into bitches when it's some melanin involved. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> let's be a hundred percent honest right now. This is Kendall Talk Podcast, and this is what we do, right? Facts. So Facts. to say that a man that dates a woman outside of you know, uh, or a black man that dates outside of his race doesn't put that woman on a different pedestal than he would a a, a woman of his own culture or his own skin tone, y'all lying because we know mm-hmm. that's a fact. Because there's many people that, because I went to a high school in fucking Windermere, you know, people that live in Orlando, it's a rich area, you know what I'm saying? Like, them dudes in high school, they was fucking with the the black chicks and shit like that. You fast forward, they married to a white girl, you know what I'm saying? Like, and their their whole dress code has changed, and it's it's fucking hilarious. Because like I said, there's a certain type (laughs) of black man that dates a certain type of woman, or white woman. When it's the however, raggedy white woman, however, it's a ratchet ass like nigga that still is yes. wearing fucking jabos and shit. But go ahead. I was, yo, you took the jeans right out of my mouth. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I was getting ready to say that nowadays you do have a lot of men that are going into the collegiate world who are making the names out of themselves, who when they get a little bit of money, they actually date white women. Um, okay. And they got swag. They got everything. They just date white women. Is it due to hypergamy? Like, like that, that's a, a, I mean, there's a, a lot I've of always had. That date white women. Say that wow. again. Say that again, boy. But I'm, I'm saying, is it due to hypergamy? Because, like, basically dating someone who has a, has a, a higher social class or resources, right. or maybe that's giving them access basically to Basically, mass flow. I, I don't know. I don't know. I said that if you, okay, like, let's look at NBA games, right? When you look at, Gerald, I really want to. Like <laughs> strangle him through the fucking so, phone. Um, when you're talking about NBA games and stuff like that, and you see who's in the stands, right? And you see who can afford to be in those stands, especially the closer to the floor and all of that. Was it was Steph Curry? Of- that one chick, remember that one? Uh huh. The one chick that was like salivating on Steph Curry. It was a while. I remember ago. that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah. ahead though. It's like they have the time, the capacity, 